What hey, up, Nick. guys? Hey, Nick. What up? You like jazz? Yeah, that was um the jazz piano from uh, Ben Sound Royalty Free Music, guys. Oh, no, dude. It was absolute music. Benny B. Benson would be proud. Or Barry B. Benson. I don't know what his freaking... <laughs> I don't know what his name is. Guys, it's Full Circle, episode 15 with Nick. And Fred. And we're out here. We're ready to kill it. It's what? What's today? Sunday? I don't even know. Holidays got me jumbled up, but it's episode 15. I know that. I double-checked. Yeah, and it's your co-host, Nick, and that's uh, the other guy's uh, Fred Hool. That other dude is Fred Hool. You almost got the other intro right there, Fred. I almost I did it. No, I'm getting there. We'll figure it out. It's going to be a process here at Full Circle. You know how we do. Um, Nick, let's just jump right into it. Guys. I know the sport that we always seem to get into is football, but it's real. We're approaching real NFL playoffs. We are in the championship of me and Nick's fantasy league. I'm going to let him jump into this. Nick, what do you got? Uh, yeah. So uh, the real football the final week uh, was this week. Don't worry, guys. We're not going to get into this too much. I know not everyone likes sports, but um, just a crazy week. Uh, the Rams made the playoffs. I'm hyped. Fred's team, the Cowboys, didn't make the playoffs. I'm even more hyped. Because of a butt fumble recovery bull crap. I mean, I, I, I'm almost tempted to put that on Instagram and let him vote. But good. I'm not getting into this. It, it was the Cowboys. Barely had a chance as it was. All right. We have no freaking Dak Prescott. I'm not getting into it. Okay. It was not our year. Never is. I'm done. Knicks Rams aren't going to go anywhere anyway. Trash. We'll see. It's, it's, whatever, dude. Whatever. You would be lucky if you guys get by Seattle in playoffs because that's what it's going to come down to. Uh, I don't even know if we're playing Seattle, but um, we're going to do good friends. You, you don't care what well, little bum friend will think. Oh my god, whatever. And then um also gotta give a shout out to Jamie. You guys know I talk about her a ton on the show because she's paying my ass. Uh, but she is in the championship, and I think she just pulled a win out against our boy Casey. So Casey, Jamie, in our playoff championship, and Jamie riding the back of Taylor, running back for Indianapolis. I think it's Justin Taylor. Um, I might have that wrong, but 40 points this week propelled her into the win, and it looks like she's gonna win a title with an eight and six record. And Casey is 13 and one. And just got riddled with some COVID and some sits this week. It was just rough. We might have to move it up next year so this doesn't happen for him. But uh, congrats to Jamie. And honestly, Casey had a hell of a season. 13-1, and one, still impressive as hell. Yeah, um, Jamie wins unless she gets like minus 20 points, which for those of you who don't play fantasy football is like nearly impossible. So Jamie wins. Casey gets pooped on. It's what it be. Everyone still gets the money. Brett Hull's still last place. I'm still 11th. We suck. That's Listen, it. I just want to make a side note, though. Instagram Matt lost the regular season, so he's going to have to wear the favorite jersey. I didn't make that clear early on, but that was – I thought I did. I really no, thought you I did. No, you did, because I I played in both the toilet bowl, the regular season, and the toilet bowl in the playoffs, and I won both because I'm the toilet bowl champion. <laughs> That's just how it is. I just want to make sure. So when I I have this as, as some kind of evidence that that Matt we'll, – we're going to definitely post a pic of Matt in a Giants jersey because that's happening. That is happening. Um, yes, uh, Matt lost. Everyone from Full Circle sucked. We're the bottom three in our fantasy league. Full Circle sucked at fantasy <laughs> football. We should, we're we're going to give you guys advice next year, and you do the opposite. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Also, Max, what's up with your birthday, bro? What's going on? Oh, my Lord. All right, guys. Today's just Sunday. I'm just I'm just playing some Xbox, you know. We. Relaxing we on Sunday. We were Call calling Fred, Yes. And all of a sudden, I hear a bunch of honking outside, and I look out my window, and there's literally 10 cars driving down my street, all honking. For no reason, right? It's a Sunday. They're honking. They have signs out, and I'm looking, and and they're all yelling, happy birthday, Max. I guess there's some freaking little kid who lives next door to me whose name is Max, 
and it was his birthday today. So everyone had to drive their car by at the same time, honking, making my poor dogs go crazy and bark, and just say happy birthday to him. That was it. They just drove by, happy birthday, and that's it. Guys, I think Nick's just bitter because he barely gets anything for his birthday. I think he's he's jealous of Max. Max, happy freaking birthday, dude. I don't know who you are. I don't remember Nick ever living to a ne- or next to a Max. <laughs> but well, happy it's birthday, new neighbor. Bro. He's probably like, I don't know. He's probably, <laughs> he's probably like he's four. very young. I don't know. I mean, it's really cute and it's good for him, but. All you little douchebags out there, you don't need to you don't need to honk. My dog was barking like crazy and it was annoying to me. Yeah, and like one honk to let him know you're there, but multiple honks. Come on. Multiple. Come on, guys. This is Sunday. Jeez. You need to relax. Go watch football. It's I don't care if it's Max's birthday. You shouldn't have a birthday during COVID. Not my fault. Not my fault, Max. <laughs> Ugh. I still celebrated my birthday this year with a freaking beer that I saved from like two months prior, knowing that COVID was coming around. Um, not even going to get into it. Now, Nick, let's just jump right into the polls, man. We got a good show lined up. Let's get right into these polls. We had some interesting ones this week. Um, last week's debate goes to. Uh, yes. So uh, the poll was who won the debate? Annie or Josh? We had eight votes. Five for Annie, three for Josh. So Annie won the debate. Starbucks won the debate. Listen, I don't get to fun of Josh on a public platform a lot. So Josh, how's that little, little L taste? Ooh, <laughs> Annie beat him. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Um, Nick, the next one kind of hurts me a little bit. I can't believe we went from eight to 24 votes. Uh, yeah, so um, people wanted, uh, I think the poll was, uh, do you guys want to see Fred's new tattoo and their 24 votes? 20, yes, four, no. That's it. So we're gonna have to put that pick up. I'll get a I'd get a nice crispy one with some good lighting for y'all. We'll no get butt hair, please. I'll do the best I can. It's really on the cheek. I, I wasn't lying about this. So. I don't want to see it's the butt hair. But guys, a little heart in Nick's name. It's gorgeous. I love this thing. And finally, we found out who the real serial killers are. We did the dry dung it poll. Eight yes, seventeen no. Eight of you were definitely abused growing up, and I'm not gonna get into that. Um, wow. Um, I, how was that worded? Because. Uh, I don't know. I, I eat dry nuggets sometimes, but like. I think it was like, do you choose to have it without sauce? Like if there's no sauce, okay. I'm like I'm going to eat nuggets. But if like, if you had the choice, I, I'm pretty sure eat that's free. how Matt worded it. We can double check with Instagram, Matt, on that. And then we did a final one, Nick. We did one for your song that, um, what was it? Eyes Blue in the Atlantic. Yeah, Eyes Blue like the Atlantic. Uh, do you guys like part one or part two? Only five votes because I'm guessing not everyone listened to it. And we had four for part two, one for part one. I agree. Whoever yeah, picked part one, reach out to me. I'm curious. That's a fair ratio. Part one is a lot slower. I actually have listened to it. It's decent, but I definitely think part two is better personally. So I'm with that. You know what I mean? I'm about it. Um, Yeah, part two is definitely better. Nick, you also have written down that you have a quick fun fact for me this week. Is this relevant to something or you just kind of thought about this? Oh, um, yeah. So uh, Fred's doing a fun fact this week, guys, but I had to give a fun fact for Fred. So for those of you who know Fred, he has a couple of his favorite movies where if you if you sleep over at Fred's house or something, he always plays a, a few collection of movies. I even heard him talk about it on Xbox the other day. I had some friends today over. And what movie did you put on? Was it Euro Trip or was it Forgetting Euro Sarah Trip, Marshall? Maybe it was Euro Trip. <laughs> he either puts on Forgetting Sarah Marshall, great movie, or Euro Trip. So I actually saw this um, fun fact, which I thought you might thought was crazy. Did you know Eurotrip was um, filmed almost completely in Prague, Czech Republic? I did not know that, but it actually makes sense. That's pretty interesting. Like even the USA scenes, they were filmed in uh, they're filmed on the International School Prague. Interesting. See, there's a few parts where they like, they, and for those who haven't seen the movie, they travel all over Europe and they start in the states. 
um, and then obviously go across the pond. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty interesting for the amount of places that they actually went to in the movie for it to be centrally located like that. That is actually quite fascinating. And I'm glad you, how do you find that? You just look it up. Uh, I think I, I saw I saw on Reddit someone did, it and I was like, "Oh, Fred would very uh, be very interested in that." It is uh, considering how many pl- different places they actually go to. It's actually pretty fascinating that that's the case. But if you haven't seen it, they're very uh, men male friendly. <laughs> I mean, it's they're they're dude movies. There's no other way yeah. to say that. They're definitely dude movies. Um, but check them out uh, if you want. Um, my Fred Hool fun fact this week is a wild one, Nick. I've been holding back on this. You know this. I'm super excited for you to hear it. Are you ready for Fred Hool's fun fact? Uh, let's hear it. Nick, this one's wild. Guys, I got to shout out my friend Alyssa uh, uh, on this one. She freaking let this rip in a, in a Snapchat video earlier this week. And I was like, no way. And I looked it up and it was real, okay? Prepare yourselves. Put your seatbelts on, guys. It's real. As of February of this year, February 2020, there are 25 blimps in existence. 25. You probably thought the number was stupid high. It's 25 blimps in existence half of which are used for advertising purposes. So of the 15, maybe 12 have other purposes than the Goodyear blimp. I just found that fascinating. Yeah, that's, um, I never really think of blimps, but um, it doesn't make kind of, it makes kind of sense, but you would think there's more than 25 in the world. In the world, dude, 25. And I've seen one before, like you see them at like sporting events, you know what I mean? Like the big ones. I think I've seen them over like NASCAR tracks before because they use it like football games. But yeah, I mean, I wonder if in like the one, I think I've only seen like I think about it. The only ones I've seen, I think maybe three in my life, and all at big events, Cowboys games, um, NASCAR events. So I don't, I don't really know, but that just really hit me. Like for the whole globe, twenty five blimps in existence, and half of which are used for public advertising. Yeah, I think because I'm pretty sure Goodyear has more than um, one blimp. Uh, I'm looking up some information right now. I think in total. There have been nine different Goodyear blimps and like the existence of the Goodyear blimp. Interesting. Okay. Well, I don't know how many are active. Uh, maybe I could do that in another update you guys next episode. But yeah. I know. Oh, for Goodyear specifically? Goodyear specifically has like nine, yeah. like has a little fleet and they have nine blimps themselves. Ooh, okay. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. We're going to have to look into that. Uh, I want to build off of that with two things, guys. One, that's going to be a poll we're going to do this week is if you had the opportunity to ride in a blimp, would you take it? Um, I think it would geek me out, but I think I would like it. I would say yes for me. Um, but uh, that's definitely a poll I want to put out, so I'll get with Matt on that. And, guys, I have two other things kind of building on this, okay, because I it's been a couple episodes. We had the debate last week, so I haven't had a chance to bring this up. Nick, I messed up. You asked me if it – like I was talking about a drink when we were doing beverages, and you asked if it was a car bomb or something, and I think I said yes. I have to go back and listen to the episode. No, you said no. Or whatever. Either way, I totally messed it up. I'm like, I think it's this, and it was completely wrong. An Irish car bomb is a Guinness, like a half a like pint of Guinness, and then a shot of Jameson and Bailey's, and you drop it in, and the milk product curdles, and you got to drink it really fast. That's an Irish car bomb. Um, and then I had brought up Irish trash can, okay? And then, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. I think I said something about, like, Cafe Patron and Bailey's. That's a baby Guinness is the name of the shot, or a black Cadillac is also what it's called. Is just a Cafe Patron shot, which is coffee flavored with a little bit of Irish cream on top. So just kind of extend with, you know, explain those two differences. <laughs> my bad. All right. Yeah. Cause I, I have no clue. I, I just stick to my light beer, whatever's cheap on the wall, you know, all does the same job. That's to me. I don't even care. No, you're good. And but then yeah, uh, I know you got your uh, alcohol uh, snobs out there that might have been down your throat. 
Yeah, either way. I mean, it is what it, I was just mad because, you know, my parents had the bars growing up and I'm like, oh, I got my shots wrong. So I had to fix it. Um, and then I actually wrote down. A, <laughs> I know I didn't put this anywhere on the itinerary. We could totally skip it if you want. But I have the like I told you I would do the history of Disney. We never came back to that. Actually. Yes, I've had that under possible topics for like yeah, the past five years. Yeah, I actually wrote down a couple quick ones. Do you want to go over that or do you think we're wasting time? Uh, yes, because you have um, you told the audience you're going to do this like 10 episodes ago. All right. Well, these are just some quick fun facts that I looked up on Disney. All right. <laughs> so his first character actually like like produced um, was in 1927. It was Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Um, he then um, when it like when he got it approved by a distributor, they moved it over and he corrected it to Mortimer Mouse. So I was right. The first mouse was Mortimer Mouse, not Mickey. It actually he changed it to Mickey right before it was the three first three silent movies were released on behalf of his wife. His wife suggested they change the name from Mortimer to Mickey, and he did. And there were three silent films with Mickey produced. Um, obviously, the most prominent one was Steamboat Willie, but there was two more before that, all made in the same year. Wow. So there you go. History of Disney, guys. Early on, it was Mortimer Mouse, then Mickey Mouse, and uh, before that, Oswald the Rabbit. I don't know where Oswald Oswald the Rabbit. Dude, they don't have cool names anymore. I never went to school with an Oswald. Go to school with a Mortimer. Mortimer. <laughs> Mortimer. Yeah, you know what I mean? They just don't have cool names anymore. Man. Yeah, like I only went to school with one Fred and I hated that kid. Yeah, he's pretty, oh. pretty cool. Oh, what? Well, anyways, <laughs> I'm done with you, dude. I'm over it. Um, yeah, that was. Oh, that was my. I already did my fun fact. Damn, that was. Yeah, so that was a bunch of fun facts. A shit ton of fun facts. Sorry, guys, that was a lot. But uh, yeah, uh, Fred's fun fact was there's 25 blimps in existence in the entire world. That's kind of crazy. Half used for advertising. Yeah, that was. I can't remember what my source was on that. I'm sorry. I think it was BuzzFeed or something, but seemed legit. They they did their shit, so I'm going with it. And uh, that's it for this week on the fun fact. Um, and then Nick, Nick, I had to follow up on a few, so it is what it is. Oh, thank you, Fred. Uh, everyone was just waiting for 10, like whatever, five weeks for you to finally say. I know a lot of you guys were like, Fred, if you don't tell us the history of Disney, we're going to like kill you. And, you know, I, I listen, guys, it's a bit much, but I got it out. <laughs> we're good to go. Um, wow. well, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Nick, we got the next topic I did. I mean, you were kind of iffy before the show. I said I got, I got I got some memories. I'll be good. Are you going with the snow? Are you doing winter? Or are you doing summer? What do you want? I'm gonna to go winter. We'll do that another day. You're doing winter. Yep. All right, guys. I had this. I don't know. You know how we can just come up with stuff. We got top three. I did winter slash snowy memories because a lot of my best memories come in the winter time when you're kind of like you know hanging with your friends because there ain't you can't do much in the winter. Let's be honest, especially in New England. So. Um, Nick, let's let's open up with yours. Hit me with your top three memories of snowy things because mine are pretty involved. I'm not gonna lie. All right, so these are going to be in no particular order. So I remember back before I lived where I live now in Ellington, I lived in um, Vernon, right next to the middle school, which has a giant hill. And now the hill has like a has a road that goes through it. But before that road was there, it was just a giant, massive hill that you can go sledding down. So my dad would always take me and my sister to there. And this was like before I was even five. And I remember one time, so I'm four and she's two and we're on the sled together and he pushes us down the hill and all of a sudden the sled starts going right and we hit right into a tree. <laughs> my dad tried to chase after us and catch us and didn't. And we were both fine. I think my like we, were, we weren't hurt, but my sister cried or whatever. 
And I just remember my dad being, oh, I hope you don't uh, tell your mother or whatever. And of course, we told our mom. And I think she's mad at him. <laughs> I didn't know you lived in Vernon. That's awesome. Yeah, there was just this, it was literally right near my house. And we just go there and go sledding all the time. That was a lot of fun. That's sweet. Uh, another memory is um, it actually involved Instagram Matt. So we used to, this was, I think it was during the UConn 2011 uh, run to the championship. We used to go over there and watch every basketball game there. And for those of you who don't know, Matt has like 30 acres around his house. So we used to go, he has like a random pond in his backyard. We used to go out into the woods and like go walk on the ice or whatever, and then go down the river and keep walking on the ice. And at one time we went farther than we ever did. And it started getting really dark and we started hearing like wolves howl or whatever. And the ice started breaking. So we panicked and ran through a farmer's like field. And then we thought we heard gunshots. I don't know if we actually did, but we heard like a gunshot. We freaked out and we just ran across a farm field with like a foot of snow, ran across 83 into a subway. And we got picked up by one of our parents. (laughs) I'll never forget that. That was crazy. And then the final one, Fred, you were there. It, it might might be the best. When we had that snow football game. At my brother's. Yeah, right? at Joey's. That was that was so much fun. I actually had that. That's a good transition. I had that on my list. Um, I'm gonna go into a little bit more detail about it because it was crazy for me. Um, that was I think I had already moved to North Carolina at that point. I believe I think this is oh, like yeah. this right afterwards, too, like that first winter, maybe five years ago. And Joe, my brother was living in uh summers and um they had a house out there and a massive yard and we went up there and uh, they just, what'd you guys get like a foot and a half? I mean, it was, it was heavy a foot of snow, something like that. I think it was snowing while we were playing too. It was, I think it was. Cause that was the thing where I invited a bunch of people over this house. We're going to have like a house party and drink and chill in the winter. And uh, only a few people showed up and by a few, I mean like 10, it was still a good amount. It was, it just wasn't massive, but yeah, Matt was there, Ryan, a little bunch of, you know, a bunch of our buddies, and we went out and we all had our snow clothes. We layered up and we went out and just played football and you could barely see anything. And we were beating the snot out of each other and we had a blast and we went inside, took a photo and we hung out. We drank, man. We, uh, we played that quiplash on Xbox or whatever. We were all just traded out playing trivia games and shit. It was just, it was a hell of a night, man. It was a, it was a night to remember. Um, absolutely. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was a blast. I love it. There's nothing better, but yeah, Nick took a no. Um, second one, I actually told her I was going to say this, but, um, Casey's girlfriend, and we actually went to school with her, Nick, Alyssa. Uh, I met her and her brother, Ryan, um, on a ski trip to Mount Stowe when we were in middle uh, Windermere. Or middle, uh, was it Windermere. It was Windermere, like fifth or sixth grade. Um, my mom told me she was taking me to the dentist for like a cavity treatment or something. And I was she picked me up from school. And when I got in the car, all of our stuff was packed for a ski trip. They were just messing with me. So we took a trip to Vermont, and it was everybody from school um, – like Ryan, uh, Ryan was there, uh, not Whiting, but Ryan, like other Ryan, like a bunch of people from our school went and, uh, it was a blast. It was crazy. But in the hotel we stayed at, there was one night, all, everybody went out, but me and my brother kind of stayed in and so did Alyssa and Ryan. And we ended up watching the Nickelodeon's kids choice awards. You ever watch those? Do you remember watching those when you were a kid? People getting slimed and like these orders. Uh, I actually didn't really watch those as a kid. All right. Well, it was, it was whatever, but we just, we made friends. I didn't really kind of, you know, get to know them that much beyond that point. And then we became good friends, you know, a couple of years later in high school, I got to know them a, a bit better. So it was just pretty cool, you know, going out to New Britain with them and stuff at the parties. It was just fun. It was a good time, but that was a wild trip. And then my all time favorite memory, Nick, this is, kind of, this is crazy. I think I've told you about this. 
is my family rented a, a condo, like uh, uh, some kind of like home away thing on uh, Tenney Mountain in New Hampshire. It was like 30 minutes from my grandparents up there. And we went out one year and my cousin, Greg, my uncle, um, Darren and his kids, Vicky and Billy, we all went out. Okay. So the mountain is closed at night. Right. So they have like the caps, these things grooming the, the ski trails and stuff. So we were, had our cabin right off of the tubing run, you know, those massive like rubber tubes you can rent at, on the mountains and you can go down this trail, like a straight trail. Yeah. So we went out there, we snuck out there at night, no lights, nothing, right? Except for the back porch light on this condo, even though we were on a line of like eight condos, there was no other lights on. So we all sneak out in our boots and we got these like cheap Walmart sleds that were like 10 bucks and we get to the top of this run and it like iced over because it's super cold at night. And dude, we just went down in the pitch black. And I remember we were like, we were just having a freaking absolute blast. And my cousin Greg was like six foot something, got so much speed down the run that at the end, there's like a big snow mountain, like a big snow hill to stop you from, to kind of slot, like slow you down. And he went so fast. He actually went over the embankment and almost into a brook. <laughs> Dude, it was the craziest thing ever. I'll never forget. It. it was like Christmas time one year. And that had to be like 10 years, 15 years ago. That was insane. But I'll never do absolutely best thing we ever done was like sneak out on the mountain and like sled on our, like on our own sleds on their, on their trails. It was crazy. Man, that sounds like a lot of fun. Kind of. I wish I was there. Dude, it was, I, I wish you were too. I think we got pictures somewhere or whatever, but oh man, I, I don't know. It was, I'll never forget it. I don't even know if that mountain still operates. It was just, it was just crazy. It was just crazy. Man, sledding, sledding's fun. I haven't done that forever. I, mean, I gotta do that. Dangerous. Like people forget how much, like, if you can't well, rock or I, Especially now that we're like 26 and we're not like little kids and like you get injured, like, oh, I'll be okay tomorrow. I'll be like, oh my Lord, I heard my back sledding like two weeks ago. Honey, oh, where's my king? <laughs> <laughs> For real though. You know, like, <laughs> no, dude, it's, it's absolutely brutal. No, that's so freaking funny. Um, Guys, I mean, we're a good chunk in this. I know it's been uh, me chatting my ass off today. I'm sorry, but we're going to get right into an ad, Nick. I think it's time for some ad space. Uh, Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it rolling. Play it up. Hey, guys. Are you tired of going down to your car and seeing frost on it in the morning? And you're just like, oh, I got to scrape this off before I get to work and just waste your time. Sometimes it makes you late for work. I don't know what happens to me, guys. Well, then why don't you just not have windows on your car? And then you never need to scrape it again. Just think of all the time you'll save. I mean, it might be a little cold, but you'll save some time. <laughs> Sounds like a move, dude. I mean, I mean, I thought about taking the windows off of my car <laughs> every day. I don't have any windows on my car anymore, Fred. I tell you, it was a great decision. Dude, I did it. I think I, I I did it with my last car. I had no windows for about three years. I had this wicked cool helmet that looked like a Lego, like Lego person head. And I just used the helmet all the time in case like debris came off a, like a dump truck or something. It was pretty lit. So yeah, go windowless, guys. Super, Sounds super, like a super, lie. It is. Super convenient. <laughs> super convenient, guys. Oh my god! All right, Nick, roll us into the next one. I've been talking the whole freaking time. R roll us into this next one here. Uh, yeah, Fred. Um, <laughs> so uh, this was a topic actually brought up to us. Uh, was suggested by uh, Casey and Alyssa. So um, uh, I don't know if everyone's seen it, but there's a show on Comedy Central called Drunk History. Fred, have you you've seen it, right? I've seen a couple episodes, not a ton, but I've seen a couple episodes. So, so for those who don't know, it's basically they have someone come on the show to tell like, uh, like about like a historical event, say like uh, like the Revolutionary War or like like some event like World War Two, anything. Yeah, yeah, something like that. 
And the thing is, they do it while they're drinking. So they do it drunk. So they literally drink. And the more and more they go on, the more drunk they get. And it's actually super funny because they're incredible people. Like they're historians. They're like scholastically uh, achieved or, you know what I mean? Like pronounced. I, I mean, they're, they're very intelligent people telling these stories that are getting drunk. So they know all about the event more than you and I would ever know. And then they try to recreate the story while they're drunk and actors actually film out what they're saying. So like if they're swearing while they're doing it or whatever, the actors are literally like almost like lip singing what, you know what I mean? Or like mouthing what the guy who's telling the story is saying, if that makes sense. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Yeah. So uh, the question was, what topic would me or Fred do if we went on the show? Uh, Fred, what would you do for a topic if you were on Drunk History? Nick, I always feel like these turn into fun facts, but I would tell like a Goonie story about Subway. <laughs> okay. Did you know Subway was founded in Connecticut? No, actually, that's, that's really fun facts out the butt with Fred tonight. Okay. For, uh, Subway was founded in Connecticut in Bridgeport back in 65 by a guy named Peter Buck. He gave a college freshman by the name of Fred. What's up, DeLuca? He gave him a thousand dollars to start a, a submarine shop or a su- you know sandwich shop, as it is what it is. And uh, they, but by 1974, both of them owned 16 shops. It was like a partnership. And then nowadays, there's like 40,000 of them nationwide. But I would do it something stupid like being drunk. And my, this is my sober rendition of drunk Fred telling you a drunk story. Okay, it would be like. Hey, Fred, sup, dude, you're in college. And then Fred would be like, yeah, you know, college life. And then this guy would be like, I think you should open a sandwich shop that you make the sandwich for the people in front of them and stuff. And then Fred was like, that's a great idea. I can use it to pay tuition. So then I'll take your money and make a sandwich shop. And then they just did that. And then bam, obviously I'd have to. (laughs) That's pretty much the gist, dude. Wow, dude. I'm surprised Comedy Central hasn't already asked you to be on the show. Dude, Comedy Central, I mean, I know we have, like, so many fans. Like, honestly, it's getting annoying, the amount of fan mail we're getting. But Comedy Central, put me on the show, dude. Just put me on the show, okay? I don't even take that uh, drunk. Do you what have any, you like, actual, actual history things? Well, I mean, because that's kind of history. Yeah, is that, that all you had thought of? Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it would just, I feel like I, I would I would want to read more into that exchange. But, like, the fact that, like, it was in Bridgeport, so you know it was near, like, Amtrak runs through there to go to New York City. You know, Yale's down there. So I think it was probably a Yale freshman or something. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like it would be a cool, like, you know, those guys make up stuff on the spot. So I would just get somebody, in you know, in that scenario and just do, like, a drunk conversation of, like, opening a shop because that's all they did. Like, oh, you know, it'd be cool, a sandwich shop. And then it turned into a 40,000 location chain. So who knew? <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know. How about you? What do you got? You probably got something better. Uh, So, I mean, I was thinking of other ones. Like, I, I think it would be cool to do something about Roswell or something about, Ooh. like, back when they were building nuclear bombs. But um, one story that I, like, I kind of already knew some information on it, but I did a little more research on it would be um, the mutiny on the bounty um so have you ever heard of this uh, it was actually a movie release about it back in 1962 so i don't know the, if mutiny of the bounty did i hear that right yeah the mutiny of the bounty the hms bounty okay never heard of this hit me more i i love history you know this what, what's this about all right so um basically there's a ship called uh the hms bounty that was a english ship and it left England October 15th, uh, 1787. And the goal of it was basically to bring breadfruit from Tahiti to the British colonies in the West Indies. Okay. So this was sent out by the British Royal Navy. So basically, you know, they get, they, they sail all the way from there, take some like 
I don't know, like almost a year to get from England to Tahiti by boat. Mm -hmm. And basically they get there and it's like, all right, we got to get all this breadfruit on the ship and get it there. It's going to take us five months to do all this thing, right? So the crew is all living on Tahiti and there or whatever. And all the crew, crew, uh, everyone on the crew is are starting to in intermingle with the locals or whatever. And um, a bunch of a bunch of the crewmates are starting to get tested, uh, treated for STDs or whatever. So they're they're enjoying themselves, and slowly they start becoming like lazier, and it's it's making the captain angry. So and the this captain, is a real this is a real story. This is a real story, yes. So it's making the cat. I'm doing it like a more kind of like drunk history. Not yeah, you're doing it bigger than I did it. I did not do it like that. But yeah, keep going, keep going. This is so crazy. Basically, the the captain's getting all pissed off and getting all angry at these people, and he's starting to do more and more like public shamings or whatever, or doing punishments. Like I don't, I think, um, I think they did do a couple floggings, which was a thing way back then. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's mad at them for getting lazy. So eventually, they got to leave the island and. Um, there's no muni yet or anything, and they stop at Tonga to get supplies, and then they go in the Tonga, which is a nearby island. It was called something else at a different time, and they start heading back to the West Indies. So not too long after they leave the, the island, uh, Fletcher Christian, uh, he was the guy who was getting a brunt of all the uh, mistreatment or whatever, and he leads a mutiny on the ship, and he gains control of the ship in the middle of the night. And he forces the captain, all the loyalists, out to sea in a boat. So after he does that, he takes the ship and goes back to Tahiti, where they just were for like five months, right? And you know what? And you know what he does? They go there. They're there for I don't know. They're there for some time, right? And then they throw a celebration party, and basically trick twenty locals, fourteen women and six guys. They trick them onto the boat for a party. And leave, and basically they're 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 like captives. They're they're prisoners. They're hostages, and they and they set out to find an island called um, it's called Pic Picarian Island, which um was actually mischarted. So they find it. So basically they hide out there and just live the rest of their lives there. And there's more crazy stuff that goes on while they're there. Uh, like a they kill each other or whatever, and basically end up with one left and a bunch of natives. And they don't get found for like 20 years because the island was mischarted. That's awesome. So they never actually got what they needed to do because the because the workers were so or the the crew was so lazy, right? That's pretty much what spiraled so out. Basically, of what happened was yes, they they like didn't get as much of the fruit plants they needed to whatever, but they got enough. And on their way heading there, Fletcher Christian was like, "All right, I had enough of your bull crap." I think the guy, the captain's name was Bly. I've had enough of your bull crap, Bly. So in the middle of the night. He has a bunch of other guys who are mad like him. They lead a mutiny, kick him and a bunch of guys off the ship, and then and then live it up on some islands. <laughs> uh, yeah, they live it up on Picarian Island, which also happens to be the most isolated island in the world. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great story. Now I know why I'm not on on Comedy Central because obviously you would be. I I was ill prepared for this subject, Casey. I didn't do you justice. The story's good, but I needed to work on it. I'm sorry, Nick. That was freaking dope, dude. That's. Uh, a little like side note extra on a P Picarian Island, which is kind of how I discovered it back in the early 2000s. There's still people that actually live there and they're all descendants of Fletcher Christian. Most of them are, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Something weird. The island, though, is kind of very corrupt and has a lot of pedophilia on it, actually. And it got it got world news because of like a pedophile ring that was taken down there. 
and it's just all corrupt or whatever. It's just it's just crazy an island. Literally the most the it's most like uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah, it's basically like the most isolated. It's just crazy. I don't know. I just I just thought it was crazy. I'm gonna have to read up more on this island. I, I I'm not saying I'm gonna bring it back to the show, but I'm gonna read <laughs> up more on this island because that sounds insane. But yeah, you know I love my history. That was well done, Nick. Nick, golf clap. That was brilliant. Oh, I, well, thank you. Yes. So that's uh, the history of the Mutiny Island Bounty, and there's also a movie that was released on it. I might have to watch that. Yeah, let me know what, if you find out what that was. But uh, damn, dude, that was really impressive. Um, I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, I mean. You. Nick, we're getting a little late, dude. I mean, I know we're kind of getting to the end of this. I think we're going to wrap it up. You got something about eavesdropping. This is the second week you've had this on there, so we're going to open with this next time uh, mm. on Wednesday. I think we're going to get into that. Um, don't want to run this too long. Is it a long one? Is it a quick one? Uh, no, it's just uh, – I, I, it's real quick. I think we got time. I'll just do it real right. quick. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring it out there because you've had it up there for like two weeks. Let's just get Well, just it. like – I don't know. Well, a lot of people now, they work from um, home, so they probably can't relate as much anymore. Fred, you used to go in the office, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you ever just like, if you didn't have anything to do and you're just sitting there, you ever just eavesdrop on all your coworkers' combos or whatever they're having? Like we, were, I always did like call center stuff, so I wouldn't necessarily eavesdrop them like on their like tea, you know what I mean? On their like daily crap, it was how they talk to other customers. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I would answer phone calls and I'd be like, "That's how you answer it. That's what you were talking." You know what I mean? Like they would just, I, I was curious and that kind of stuff. But yeah, sometimes I mean sometimes you eavesdrop, but not. Not, nothing crazy. I mean, some normal ass people. I don't know. Why? What do you guys? Someone hit you? Somebody because said, I, I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna say at all what I've heard or whatever. But like, I'll just be like sitting in my office and uh, just sitting at my desk or whatever, and I just hear a lot of like crazy stuff people like telling other people. It's like, I don't know. It's just crazy. Some of the things. That you hear. No, no, it's interesting. Like by, by like that was the thing. If I wasn't in the phone or if I was just like chilling, you could learn. Like I don't know. There was a pretty good group, but you could hear some stories of like. Like, I mean, I don't know. They, they Some of them were there longer, a lot longer than I was. So there was like, you know, so-and-so knew so-and-so who did this with so, you know what I mean? Like there was a lot of like that kind of crap going around that was pretty wild. But yeah, I mean, it, that's kind of like COVID erased that. You know what I mean? Like there's just, I don't know. I haven't been in an office in a year and a, about a year and a half. Wow. That's it's crazy to think about. I didn't really think about that until now. Like a lot of people are now just working at home. So just. Well, I took a at work at home position from United Healthcare back like, like last August. So I did that and then I ended up getting a new job in December, which was all remote. So I've literally been remote since August of last year. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I didn't think of that either. Yeah, you you like remote, right? I do I love it. I mean personally, but I've always I've never been that guy that does like like my dad has been in construction and like landscaping, like that kind of stuff forever. Like he's been an out he's your outdoor man, you know, you know, DJ, just doing DJ shit. I, I, I'm always about the office job. Like I, I love this stuff. I love the opportunity. I love like just kind of chilling at home, getting stuff. You know what I mean? Like I can still do my job. It's not stressed. It's as stressful as I feel like an office can be, but I will say the office creates a good atmosphere for like, like habits, like getting up on time, always being on time for work, things like that. Cause you can get kind of lazy at home sometimes. You know what I mean? So you gotta be careful with it. No, yeah, that's true. But it's also nice because, like, if you're not feeling the best, it's like, oh, whatever. I'm just at home anyways. I can do work. I don't need to take a sick day. Right. That's true, too. And you're not going to get anybody sick by going to work sick. You know what I mean? Like, you can still do. You can still be productive. So, I get it. Yeah, man. Work at home, dude. Work at home is life. Work at home is life. I'm, that'll be our second poll because I'm tr- struggling to see it. How many of you guys work at home? I want to know. How yeah. Do you, you work at home? Yes or no, basically. Yeah. Work at home. That's what we're going to do. So, that's the work at home, guys. And would you ride in a blimp if you had a chance? But that's pretty much it. We'll get songs of the week at you next week or uh, on Wednesday this week. Really excited about it. But, yeah, man, I think we're just going to wrap it up, guys. As always, you know the drill. I appreciate your time. Um, we're uh, this. I mean, we're on our what, Nick? 15th episode, I said? 
I mean, we're, uh, we're, yeah, yeah. Well, one more quick poll. Uh, do you guys like winter or summer better? I think that's a good poll. And I think yeah, that's a good one. Winter or summer? Because I, because I, Fred was talking about his uh winter stories, and I was like, you know, I don't even really like winter that much. I got like, a lot more summer stories or whatever. Well, it's not but... that I like winter more. I just have a lot of winter memories. You know what I mean? Like for in New England, it's always like winter is essentially from like October to like April or close to it. It can be, you know, some mm-hmm. years it was. So it just feels like it's a lot longer than the summer, but. I don't know. I just a lot of my good memories come from being, you know, in the winter, you can't go outside. You can't go to parks. Can't, you got, I mean, you can, but like, I, I don't know. It just, I feel like it brings you together somehow in a weird way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, that makes sense. So, but yeah, guys, honestly, episode 15, you know, we'll get those polls out to you. We'll get those, uh, especially the last ones, guys, I'll get you my butt pick. I know you're excited for it. <laughs> um, but, but thanks for listening guys as always. Couldn't thank you enough. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll be back to you on Wednesday. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, the DMR in Warzone sucks. Trash. Thanks for listening, guys. Garbage. Yeah, if you use it, you're scumbag. All right, I'm out. Peace.